0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am here in Newcastle upon Tyne, northeast corner of England. Today is Thursday, August the 18th, and I am here with my two co hosts to preview a full slate of 15 MLB games for Friday, August the 19th. Uh, co host number one, as I'm looking top right hand corner, um, I can just make him out, even though he is in camouflage. Uh, it's Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, hit up my lock and dog for today. Had two winning days. Didn't get didn't get there. Finished two and three today, but I might add the Mets tonight. Might as well with Jacob Degrom on the mound.
0: Yeah, nice, nice early start. early flex from Dylan as well. Straight in with the flex. Did, uh, did not you shy. see my
1: dog of the day, Dylan? Oh, I did. I, it's a lot, though. Not in, but he did get it last game. Yeah. But I, I hope he does. If he gets 10, I think we're, we'll be in good shape.
0: <laughs> uh, that voice you heard is uh, Noah Benick. Noah, how are you doing? I'm doing well,
2: uh, Malcolm. Um, I've always, like, wondered. You say time"
0: uh, at the end of Newcastle. How do you oh, spell that? How do you spell it? So it's a Newcastle hyphen, U-P-O-N, upon, okay. Okay. as in once upon a time. And then yeah. another hyphen, and T-Y-N-E is the river, the River Tyne. So, Newcastle is upon the River Tyne. And that's the name of our God. city, Newcastle upon yeah, Tyne.
2: I, I was so lost there. I like, should have got you to write it out. We've, how you we've, gone, we've gone from April to August, and I've never asked. So,
0: Yeah, to be fair, I don't know why I just don't say Newcastle, but the uh, yeah, the, the official name is the city of Newcastle upon Time. There you go. The time is the beautiful. We've talked about this before that we have the, the river with all the bridges running through it, very similar to Pittsburgh when you when you yeah. sent some photos. Um so yeah, D- Dylan's had some winners. I've had some winners, although Moon have tried to take them away from me uh on the graphic. They were right in the middle of a of a slate of games. There's been a gazillion runs scored so far, but I had the Astros and White Sox go over eight and a half, which is currently seventeen to five in favour of the Astros. <laughs> it was 10-0 after four. <laughs> um Texas on the run line. If they've won that ten to three. We had the St. Louis Cardinals on the run line. They won 13 to nothing. So yeah, uh, runs galore so far tonight. The um, are hot. Yeah, going okay. Um tell us about your your you've got a K prop tonight, haven't you, Jacob DeGrom
2: Yeah, I got the ground tonight. Uh it's nine and a half Ks. And I mean I'm living to my word yesterday on the podcast. I mean He's, he's hit that in his last two starts, and the first start that he didn't, he only went or was allowed to go five innings, 60 pitches, and he had six strikeouts. So it's like everything spells that he's going to have double-digit strikeouts tonight, and he's already faced this Braves team once, done it, and they offered it at plus money. I couldn't I couldn't pass on it. And we already hit on the Zach Gallen case today, so uh, that one was not offered at the four-and-a-half that was regular. Five and a half still too low. So, like I mentioned yesterday, just uh, kind of the West, the out West market is a little bit weak, I think.
1: I have a, hey. I have a quick question for you guys. I know that uh, the Mets seem to have been controlling his innings pitch, Jacob DeGrom, but if it was up to him, I think he'd go a little longer. In such a key game today, do you think they'll let him go a little more, maybe six, seven innings?
0: Yeah, I do agree. Yeah. I think it's at, at certain points. I know there's a lot of sports science and stuff involved, but um, with a, a senior professional like that, you've just got to trust them. Sometimes you've got to let them go, uh, and certain clubs um, will do that. And I don't say I don't think the Mets would have a problem doing that at all, and just uh, letting them go. To, it's a it's a big series, and um, yeah, I think they trust him. He's a like I say, he's a senior guy. He knows his own body. and Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to watching watching an hour later on. Yes, sir. Uh, we mentioned just a Grom's strikeout chat because we do uh, broadcast this live on YouTube and Twitter there's a couple of uh, faces already in there um, who might want to get on those strikeout props so um, part of the reason we mentioned it good evening to the ladies and gents who are in there Lane's one of the faces who's been there uh, picking up a couple of winners already by the looks of it so let's get to these Friday games there is one afternoon game uh, which is at the Chicago Cubs where the Milwaukee Brewers are the visitors it is a two twenty. Eastern first pitch and it's Aaron Ashby left-handed pitcher going against Keegan Thompson Um, I have lines I think we've got lines for 14 of the 15 games here only run lines here we've got no total but we do have Dylan um, who is a total machine so uh, the Brewers are minus 140 the Cubs here are plus 119 and we're going to get Noah you can lead us off with a handicap for the Brewers at the Cubs
2: all right, um, so travel day for Milwaukee, uh, not too bad. They're going from Milwaukee to Chicago, but for the Cubs, they're coming to Chicago from Baltimore, so just one time zone change, not too bad. Uh, the Brew Crew, they have kind of come alive. Depending on what happens here Thursday's game, they've either split the series or had L.A. on the ropes in three of their four games against the Dodgers. Uh, the Cubs, they're 24-34 and 34 at Wrigley Field this season. Five and two in their last seven games. So, I mean, at home is kind of, I mean, anywhere, really, <laughs> they have a losing record both at home and the road, but uh, just at home, they are not one of the best uh, teams in the MLB uh, at defending their home field, uh, Aaron Ashby going for the Brewers. He is two and ten on the year with a 4.24 ERA, 108 strikeouts, 43 walks in 91.1 innings pitched. He has a 3.32 ERA in his last four games. And Dylan, you were in the comments yesterday, stirring some, stirring the pot <laughs> up a little bit. So he was you good. want you want to know why I lost the fantasy matchup for real against Nelson last weekend? Yeah, I did. I picked up. I I streamed Keegan Thompson because I I just wanted a win for Cushion to make sure I had him beaten wins, and it ended up losing me in ERA and whip. So this is what happened. Keegan Thompson's pitching against the Reds. He got taken to the woodshed by the Reds. Four runs and 2.2 innings. He didn't get the win. He had a three whip in a 2160 ERA. It was just murked from the second that he towed the rubber. So, terrible, terrible outing. Keegan Thompson's looking to bounce back on the season. He's 9 and 5, 375 ERA, 88 strikeouts, 34 walks and 100.2 innings. The Cubs, their lineup struggles, uh, th- I mean, they just swing and miss too much against left-handed pitching. When on his A game, Ashby can be nasty in this bullpen for the Brewers, I'm comfortable with.
0: So give me the money line in this game. Uh, Brewers money line, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dylan, what was your handicap? And firstly, what was your total on this one that, as we don't have one?
1: Yeah, I set my total at 9.7. I think we see some oh. runs here. Um But I'll start with a home puppy, Malcolm. Give me the Cubs on the money line, plus 120. I actually made them a minus 115 favorite. Uh, I think you're right, Malcolm. All the pods that you were talking about, I think the Brewers are kind of fraudulent. I don't trust their offense. And the Cubs are actually playing better ball than the Brewers right now. Keegan Thompson, he's really good at home. I know he had a rough start last time against the Reds. But at home, six of his nine wins have come at Wrigley. So, I think if he brings his A game, he'll be able to limit the Brewers. So I'm going to take the Cubs here at home, plus 120.
0: Yeah, I came down on the same side, Dylan, of the the Cubs. Aaron Ashby is an absolute roller coaster, and I agree with Noah that he can be nasty. I've, I've actually got him in my TGFBI team. I've benched him a couple of times. But you do get the feeling at some point he's going to no-hit someone. He's going to sort of no-hit the team with 14 strikeouts or something. He's absolutely got that in him. But it, um, he's been up and down like a bride's nightly so far this season. Um, the Brewers have made a bit of a fool of me so far this week as well after I've talked about how uncompetitive their bats have been. And they lost the first game in that series 4-0. to nothing. Uh, They've come back one-two in a row or it might be three in a row because they've, they've actually won tonight as well. No, they split. They went two and two. Then. Oh, was it two they and two?
2: Maybe the. F- I think they lost the third game.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. And they've um, yeah they've mugged me off a little bit ever since. But I'm still. I've got to stick to my guns. I don't think. Uh, I think Thompson can go okay here, and like Ashby, you just don't know what you're going to get. Absolutely don't know what you're going to get. Could be a bit <laughs> of a letdown spot for the Brewers as well after after a couple of decent wins. So I'll take the Cubs. Um, I just. I really like the bullpen in this matchup.
2: Um, For me personally, you know, Thompson could go very well, but this Cubs bullpen is bottom five in the league. And the Brewers, they still have some talent back there, and they've showed it in this Dodgers series. So I I trust that the Brewers are going to be able to keep the Cubs low scoring. I know the Brewers are going to be low scoring. So, um, you know, under, and I I like the Brewers.
0: Good. Maybe pivot to... um... Uh, Cubs first five uh, would be another another option on the back of yeah, their yeah. bullpen information. Okay, 7.05 Eastern first pitch, which is uh, keeping me out of the forgetting about the Mets trap because they are early. Uh, the Mets travel to the Phillies, where Chris Bassett will take on Aaron Nola uh, for Philadelphia. <coughs> the Mets arm plus 105, Philadelphia minus 125. Tollier yeah, here is set at eight. Uh, D-Rock, you can take us off with your Mets. and uh, Do you want to mention uh, Brett Bailey before we go any further?
1: Yeah, Brett Bailey, first career at-bat, home run. It was incredible. I watched it. It was an absolute shot, too, off the bat. And his parents were in this stand. So, pro- probably a really proud moment for them. And he actually fielded the ball really well at third base, too. So, yeah. So, uh, He's an interesting prospect. I don't know how much time he'll get up, maybe up until Luis Guillorme's uh, back healthy, but good addition, and I hope the best for him. I hope he comes up permanently within the next year or two. But, uh, yeah, as for this game, uh, I was able to grab an under 8.5 when the Lions dropped, but I see 7.5s right now. I actually still like the under. I made my line 6.7, mainly because of how good Bassett has been in the month of August. Three straight games with zero runs given up, 20 innings, zero runs given up. And he's owned the Phillies this year, 2-0, and and has a 1.08 ERA. Aaron Ola, he's pitched pretty well, pretty good as well, but he hasn't allowed more than three runs and four starts against the Mets. So I just think this game screams under. So I'm going to go under eight, under eight and a half, whatever you could get.
0: Um, Exactly the same, Dylan, under eight. Um, I do trust both pitches here. And I think this is going to be a tight series. You've got the Mets who are rolling out a slightly under-strength lineup. up um, it's not terrible by any stretch but just it's not the full-strength lineup up at all um, and Philly at home so that kind of equalises things just a little bit so this could be a really tight series but behind um, two good pitching performances here I was happy to take the under-eight um, as well Dylan, um, Noah, what do you think?
2: Well, I, I'm on the under eight as uh, uh, with you guys. I can't talk right now, but uh, I'm not going to go into more analysis. You guys covered it pretty well. And instead, I'm going to give you another useless, useless stat. Uh, Brett, Brady, Brett Beatty, 22 years old. His jersey number is 22. He hit uh, a two-run home run in the second inning of yesterday's game on the second pitch he has seen in the year 2022 in the MLB. So lots of twos, lots of 22s. Uh, just a useless step of the day.
0: It, it really was entirely useless, but I, I enjoyed it, Noah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, next Welcome. up, we, we'll go to a 7:05 Eastern first pitch between the Boston Red Sox and the Baltimore Orioles. Cutter Crawford takes the hill for the Boston Red Sox, and Jordan Lyle goes for Baltimore. Moneyline zone here, and it is a pick him. 'em. I've got minus 110 each of two. Uh, Crawford has a three and four record with a four eighteen ERA. Has pitched sixty four and two thirds with sixty five strikeouts. Jordan Lyles is nine and nine, four forty eight ERA, one hundred and thirty four and two thirds pitched with one hundred and fourteen strikeouts. Um, Crawford's been going along okay, three seventy seven ERA in his last five. His last two starts have not been as good. He gave up. Um, five earned runs against Kansas City. And he got away with four walks against the Yankees. This stat line didn't actually come out too bad, but I feel like he kind of got away with it a little bit. He's not been as good on the road either, 4.30 ERA on his travels. Uh Jordan Lyles, 3.33 over his last five. He's been really consistent, Lyles. He's got a decent 2.73 home ERA. Um... I think my reading of the situation here, and this has been backed up by how Baltimore have performed tonight, is that their offense, as much as we've enjoyed them, uh, they've been a fun story this season. I just think their offense is going to regress a little bit. They don't have a load of stellar hitters in there, and they were overperforming. Um the what's the score tonight of the well, the three two down, three to two down in the top of the ninth um against the Cubs. So yeah the again just two runs against not not a great um pitch inside in the Chicago Cubs. So I'm going to take Boston here. I think Boston have been a little bit more competitive. They think we've got that horrible run out of their system and it will pick him. I think I just I think Boston are the better team uh, than Baltimore. There's not much between the two pitches. Um so I will take the Red Sox. Uh by the way the Astros have just made it a 21 blackjack uh, for the Astros. They are 21 to 5. So uh, Boston Baltimore Noah. Uh, give me Baltimore. Uh,
2: I just I like the momentum of this team a little bit more than the Red Sox right now. Um, for me personally, uh, Baltimore just is very very valuable at home. I, I I don't know if that's the correct term for that, but um, I mean when they open up as a favorite, most of the time they've been open up in as opening up as a dog. But if they open up as a favorite, the book definitely knows something. So I'm going to be on the favorite with the Orioles here. And this is about the time of the podcast where I'll squeak in a little League World Series update. Uh, <laughs> my my champion, the my plus 500 future, Hawaii, they mercied the team they played yesterday, 11-1. So uh, there you go. Just I mean, if you can find odds on your book, just keep rolling over the money line until they get to the championship and they play Japan or Chinese Taipei. Um, but, yeah, so give me the Orioles in this game.
0: Yeah, I think he threw that out last night as well, Hawaii. I know Munaf had yep. a little... Uh... I say it
2: there there because on Sunday, Baltimore and Boston will play each other in
0: Williamsport. So it's very cool. So, Uh, yeah, certainly is Uh, Dylan Boston at Baltimore.
1: Yeah. So, excuse me, I do see a, a total. It's at nine. So I don't know if you like the under or over for that Malcolm, but, uh, as for me, I gotta side with uh, Noah here. I, I actually made—I'm actually surprised that the Red Sox are a short favorite. I thought the line would be flip. I made the Orioles a minus one thirty favorite at Camden Yard. So, uh, just another spot where the pitcher pitches much better at his home park. Lyles—he well, four and two at home with a two seventy ERA. The last time he faced the Red Sox at home, he went six strong innings, only gave up one run, and the O's got the win. So. Even even in the no decision at Fenway, he only gave up three runs, so I don't particularly think the Red Sox are going to get to him. I like this matchup against Cutter Crawford. Awesome name, by the way, Cutter Crawford. So Good baseball I, I, name. Yeah, great baseball name. Uh, I, I just think Jordan Lyles is a tad better than him right now. Cutter Crawford, he walks a lot of batters for my liking, so <laughs> give me another home puppy.
0: Oh our esteemed leader Moonaf. Um <laughs> I was you know what I was just going to say we're, we're going to be on our best behavior cuz Moonaf is here uh, to join us. Uh and Moonaf has just joined in the stack with his silly and scurrilous comments uh, that he tailed my luck on the graphic and lost. When actually Moonaf had incorrectly put my luck graphic on. That's quite funny Moonaf actually I'll give you that. Uh but we all know who the real winner was and it was me twice. Uh the white socks the
2: Put in Josh
0: Harrison to pitch, and he's giving up oh. bombs left and right. <laughs> oh, excellent. Uh, we got the over eight and a half. Um, 7.05, Houston first pitch. And now I'm seeing a picture for this one. This was the one uh, we were TBD earlier <laughs> on, the Cincinnati Reds against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Graham Ashcraft for the Cincinnati Reds. And as Noah suspected, it is going to be Bryce Wilson. Uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. and um, The books, that, that happened in the last 30 seconds. That happened before my eyes. So we have no lines for this one um, at all. But Dylan, if you've got any leans on um, Ashcraft against Wilson, what have you got?
1: No real... Uh, I, I didn't know Graham Ashcraft was going, but I don't know. You got to think... They're both really bad. You got to think Ashcraft would open up short favourite maybe. I think he's a little better than Wilson. I know the Pirates are at home, but they're not particularly well. They play well at home. So maybe maybe depending on the total, maybe we look towards an over because both two eh, below-average pitchers, I would lean over in this game. I, I got to see where the lines end up, though.
0: Yeah, Noah, hands up.
2: What you got? Yeah, Malcolm. I mean, he's your guy. Ashcraft pitches better at home <laughs> at the Great American – family ballpark or something like that in Cincinnati. If there's a ballpark that's quite similar to Cincinnati, it's BNC. Um, it, is it just a comfortability factor in Cincinnati and he just doesn't like pitching on the road? Or is this something that, um, I guess, analytically, is there something up with Ash Krab's road starts?
0: Yeah, well, I'm not the right Martin to ask. I don't know. I've, I've enjoyed him. <laughs> um, I think Elaine in the in the chat's pointing out that he has been one of the most profitable pitches this season. I, yes. It might just be a complete coincidence because actually, what happened was he he pitched really well for a spell, um, and then he didn't. And all of a sudden, he's kind of evened out a little bit, um, and he got quite a lot of airtime actually in the early months of the season here because we were we were following, we were doing okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I do like him. This this is a an odd one. I would take Cincinnati here. I'm I've just been out on Pitt, Pittsburgh on playing very well at all lately neither is Cincinnati it's not one to inspire any confidence but um, I I do trust Ashcraft I think he's got it in him and I'd like him if he puts one decent road start up I think he could reel off um, two or three because I don't think there's anything in it really um, other than like I say possible coincidence or he is new to the show as well so I would say about that so I would take Cincinnati on the money line but it's not as strongly plus we haven't seen any odds either so um, did did you give a pick on that one Noah? Um, no, I went
2: digging more into Ashcraft because I, I'm almost auto fade Bryce Wilson every time just Ashcraft on the road nerves me a little bit. He had a 27 ERA, gave up seven runs in 2.1 innings at Wrigley field. I mean, you never know the wind could be blown up pretty strong there, but that's his worst outing on the road. Definitely is going to skew the road ERA there. And yeah. in his last four starts, he is a 2.48 ERA. So give me the reds and Ashcraft here at PNC park.
1: Yeah, if you look, no, his last two outings on the road, he's only given up one run, and then the third start against the Yankees, they actually upset the Yankees, and he only he went five innings, and only gave up three runs it's a very good lineup. So
2: yeah, I wasn't going to mention the last two starts because they're against the Marlins and the Brewers, two pretty down offenses, yeah. but yeah, but still. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so Pittsburgh like said, he- is no better. <laughs>
0: might just be might just be a bit of a coincidence and he's settling down again so you're happy to take Ashcraft in that spot Um, 7.05 Eastern first pitches um, probably the one of the two series of the weekend here, the Toronto Blue Jays at the New York Yankees where Kevin Gossman will take the hill for Toronto and Jameson Tyone goes for the New York Yankees Toronto are plus 110 the Yankees are minus 130 favourites totally here. Set at 7.5. Noah, interesting stuff here. The Yankees eventually got a win last night and they needed it and got it in very dramatic fashion. So can they build on that um, in this game tomorrow against the Blue Jays?
2: Yeah, I I tweeted it out last night, but Stephen A. Smith is going to be the one to blame (laughs) after the second half hot streak that the Yankees are going to go on here. Starting yesterday continuing today going into tomorrow the blue jays they were hot for a little bit but now they're two and six in the last eight games and i just love johnny genta's twitter feed uh, feed just blowing up the blue jays left and right um the yankees well since that uh Stephen a smith effect like i mentioned he called out shohei otani last year at the oh. uh, all-star game said he he couldn't be the face of baseball because he didn't speak english shohei otani went out and won the al mvp He feels he calls out aaron judge for being in a little slump and the bronx bombers are just going to go out and go on a tear and he's probably going to win mvp too it's just and he is the one to blame for this Yankees hot streak that is going to begin. Uh, Kevin Osmond's on the mound for Toronto. He has a 316 ERA, 142 strikeouts, 21 walks, and 122.1 innings pitched. On the road, he has a 185 ERA, very legit. And then Jameson Tyone for the Yankees. He's 11-3 and 3 this year, 395 ERA, 108 strikeouts, 24 walks, and 127 two innings pitched at home in Yankee stadium is a 370 ERA. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I like the under, but you know what? Let's get spicy Yankees run line and like a three, one ball game. How about you guys?
0: Okay. I like that. Noah out on a limb. Uh, What was your number Dylan? And what do you, what do you think?
1: yeah i set my total at 7.4 so slightly into the under i do think they're going to continue to slump but i'm going to continue to fade the yankees here i did make them a short favorite at minus 115 but i was able to get a plus 115 with the blue Jays, so i hopped on that i really like backing gossman on the road like uh noah said 183 era on the road he's won, he's won his last three starts on the road and he's only given up five runs in 17 innings so Tyon, he's been really good as well, but I just trust the Blue Jays a little more in this spot. I think that one game last night, getting a grand slam in the last inning, it's kind of a fluke. I, I'll, I'll back the Blue Jays here. It's yeah, kind of a fluke, but that's a momentum starter. That oh, absolutely, yeah. It might yeah, be, but I, I, I still don't trust Donaldson I, because if that, that's a pop-up in any other field.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the other home run that hit the
0: top of the wall too? Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, I've got the over here. Actually, um, I think both pitchers have been relatively vulnerable lately. I know Gosman's been much better away from home, but he has got two five earned run starts relatively recently. Um, Tyon's last three starts, he's given up three, three, and five. So those figures are plenty good enough to take this over, especially with two two potent offenses. Um, who can go off and I handicap the game that's going to the, the Thursday night game I did predict a wild one I think I might have been a day too late because we did, we got the wild one on Wednesday So, but I think there could be runs again I think this could be a bit of a wild series so I'll take the over seven and a half just too low I think um, and yeah both these offences can contribute and we can get there 7-10 Eastern first pitch the LA Angels at the Detroit Tigers where left-handed pitcher Patrick Sandoval Goes for the Angels and Matt Manning is the man on the hill for Detroit. Lines are money lines only here LA Angels minus 135. uh, A home puppy, the Detroit Tigers at plus 115. And we will send this across to me, is the answer. Uh, Sandoval is three and eight with a 342 ERA. That's pitched 100 innings with 106 strikeouts. Uh, Matt Manning. And no record to speak of yet. A 3.24 ERA in his 25 innings pitched with 17 strikeouts. uh, Sandoval's record 3 and 8 isn't particularly inspiring. Neither is his recent record of 0 and 4 uh, with a 4.94 ERA in his last five. But that's not entirely his fault. He's actually pitched quite well. It's a combination. He's got two below average starts in there. And then the Angels just... Sucking, he's they've scored four eight and they've scored nine runs in his last five starts, Uh, so he's getting no run support at all. He's pitched better on the road as well 347 ERA on the road. Uh, Matt Manning is only in his or what was it, fifth start, I think, um, since coming back. From injury, and he's been going okay, he's settled in a little bit. I like that he's uh, he's upped his keys in his last two starts to seven and five. Where before that, the the, the first three starts were hanging around one and two, and he can not get strikeouts. So, I didn't know if Noah might be looking at a strikeout proper. If there was over four and a half, I think Manning can strike out this uh, this Angels side because they do strike out a lot, Los Angeles. The pick I've got. Um, It's a slow burner. I've got the under. I saw seven earlier on. Uh, That line's gone off the board at the moment. But I think both pitches can go relatively well here. I don't mind Sandoval at all or Manning. Um, Little offence we can see, particularly from the Tigers. So, yeah, under seven. But maybe, uh, Noah, uh, over on the strikeout props for Manning.
2: You know, Manning on the strikeout props isn't a bad idea actually wasn't where i was going for this game in a player prop actually manning is a fastball pitcher i'm <clears throat> pulling up his tag cast right now 50 percent fastballs um Big bag. Mike Trout makes his return for this game in the first game of the series against the Detroit Tigers. My my goal is to maybe be there for Sunday to see Shohei Otani and Erod pitch against each other. I was there for Shohei's uh, start in Detroit last year when Miggy was at 499 home runs, hit one of the warning track off him. But I digress. Um, I actually love a mike trout comeback home run against matt manning um matt manning's fastball is not really elite in my opinion i think it's just a flat 95 um so it's going to be perfect on a platter for trout to just make a little bit of a statement and come back into the game um as for the strikeouts you know over four and a half that's probably a good number because manning does normally get to like five in his starts uh but i mean i i think i like the angels i I think it's going to be just a little bit of a energy boost getting trout back so give me them as i mean where where are they at in odds for this game again what's the odds on this one i mean i i i think it's it's not a smart idea taking the angels as a favorite but i think that's where i'm going to be
0: okay brave man uh dylan
1: yeah um Real quick, Noah, as a favorite, 36-29, and the Angels. So pretty profitable for the year that they're having. Actually,
2: better than I thought.
1: Yeah. So I do like the under, Malcolm. I made my total 7.1. This probably won't be a game I'll have action on, but I was able to get the Angels at a minus 125 earlier, so I grabbed that. Matt Manning, like Noah said, he just isn't a guy I want to back. And – Sandoval, I just think he's a tad better. I, I think his record isn't an indication of how decent he's pitched. He just hasn't gotten the run support like you mentioned. And I think he could build off his last start on the road. He pitched pretty well against Mariners who were hot. So I, I want to see a little more consistently from him. So slight lean under, slight lean Angels here. But I wouldn't back the Angels anything over a minus 140.
0: Uh, the lines that we give out on the MLB Gambling Podcast are from the Winbet, our title sponsor here. Um, this is the perfect time to get across to Winbet and get the $100 offer where you'll bet 100 bucks and you'll get 100 bucks free bet. Plus the Winbet Casino is open 24 hours a day. You'll get a 100% deposit bonus there, up to $1,000. And when they've also just released their first quarterback with five touchdown props. lots to choose from head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know you sent us. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet to Dylan,
2: I gave my pick yesterday on the pod. You're an NFL gambling podcast guy. Uh, who gets the first five touchdowns thrown?
1: Oh, passing touchdowns? Yeah. Maybe Justin Herbert. Oh,
2: come on. It was going to be quick. Justin
1: <laughs> Maybe. Herbert, I think he's the favorite, right? Yeah, he, he got to be just with his weapons. Maybe, maybe even look like a sneaky guy like Kirk Cousins. I
2: said Brady. I think he had five touchdowns in the first game last year. Yeah,
1: but maybe, okay. maybe I think with Bruce Arians, it might be a little defensive. They might run the ball a little
0: more. Maybe. All right. Uh, no, answer, answer. Sorry for. I emailing. mean, I noticed you didn't ask me. No, the answer that you're looking for is <laughs> he's on
2: the, he's on the NFL pod. That's why I
0: asked. Okay. The answer is Derek Carr. Write that down. Dylan, write down Ooh. Derek Carr. We'll I come that. Back to, I like we'll, that. We'll come back to that in a month's time. Um, I'll tell you what, if you're looking for information <laughs> on, on those aforementioned um, NFL quarterbacks, the place to do it is an Odds Trader. Um, you've got all the key game stats and player stats and stuff like that that you need over there, as well as... Um, the comparison of odds from major sportsbooks and different sign-up codes and promotions so you can find yourself in the right place. Um, Odds Trader will also give you play-by-play updates, live scores, bet tracking, and there is a bet tracker that allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So just the thing for us DGens, if you go to oddstrader.com slash wire, that is the place. Um, Odds Trader is the number one site for all your game day bets uh, Dryden has joined us in the chat. Dryden, I not seen you for a couple of days. Good evening. How are you doing? Uh, next, we're going to go to a 7-10 Eastern first pitch between the Kansas City Royals and the Tampa Bay Rays, where Brady Singer starts for Kansas City. And Shane McClanahan, lefty, goes for the Tampa Bay Rays, who are a 2-1 on favourite, minus 200 for Tampa Bay. Uh, Kansas City, a plus 170. Tolia is set at a low 65 and this game is to be handicapped by why can't I see it? Who is it? Kansas City. Is it me again? It's not me yeah, it's this It's probably day. you. Dylan hasn't said anything. It is Dylan. Come on, Dylan. Pay attention. I'll take
1: it. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a game... Uh, excuse me. Words, Dylan. Another game where I was able to grab an under seven, but the line is at six and a half right now. I don't know if I would play that number. I only made my line 6.4, so... Maybe to get a better price on the game, I do like the Rays, minus one and a half at plus 120. I was actually willing to lay minus 105 with the Rays on the run line. So The Rays are playing much better baseball this past week. Maybe playing the Yankees got their confidence back a little, but with their ace on the mound at home, I really like them to win comfortably. Brady Singer isn't terrible, but I just can't see them hitting McClanahan this time around. He did lose his last start against him, so maybe a little revenge game for him. So like the under, and I do like the raise on the run line.
0: Yeah, McClanahan's been struggling a little bit lately, 547 yeah. in his last five, and his keys are right down as well. Um, so we'll get, there might be an under there on the K-pop. I'd attack this a different way, which I don't normally do, which is to take the underdog on the run line. Um, This is going to be low scoring and uh, this feisty Kansas City offence, if they can get to McLean for maybe two or three runs, that might just be enough. Like you say, it could be a a low scoring game. Uh, The books certainly think so. So I've got KC on the run line, uh, which is a price of minus 140 now.
2: Yeah, I mean... You you stole my vocabulary word that I like to use for the Royals lineup. They're feisty, dude. I, I, I love this Royals team. And honestly, I love Brady Singer. Uh, dude was a stud for my Florida Gators. Shout out trash jersey in the back. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Singer has been going amazingly since his return from the minor leagues. Uh, a little fastball slider combination for the kid has been incredible. Um, McClanahan's also... A guy that was my guy. Um, he's on my fantasy team. Been my ace all year, but I've been like very bullish and like I'm fading him for most of the rest of the year here. Um, I, I just think that one. I don't think he's going to go very deep into this game. Uh, I do not think it's a game that the Rays need him. And if they are ahead, I think they will pull him. Uh, I think they're going to be limiting him down the stretch here and saving him for the postseason. Keep some innings off of that arm. Cause they're going to want him for many years to come. Um, I, I like the Royals chances here. That's, that's all I can really say. I'm just going to keep, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I'm going to keep, keep it up with the Royals.
0: Okay. So Noah keeps rolling with the Kansas city Royals. I um, like it. 7, 10 Eastern first which is probably the second, um, um, I can't think of the right word. It's the important series of the weekend behind that uh, Blue Jays and Yankees one is the Chicago White Sox in the Cleveland Guardians, which gets underway uh, at 7.10 Eastern tomorrow. Uh, Lance Lynn will go for the Chicago White Sox. Tristan McKenzie is going for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, The White Sox here are plus 112. The Guardians are at minus 132. Uh, Noah big seem is this because the White Sox as we've discussed the last couple of nights probably not as bad as we've all been making out um, but Cleveland with a, a chance here to put some distance uh, between them and their uh, divisional rivals here Malcolm what are you doing to my guy Dryden in the chat <laughs>
1: oh my god <laughs> I've been in tears for the last minute when, when Malcolm said he's got a note. To
2: I, I mother, love Dryden. Dryden is so active in the college baseball Slack channel, and he's moved to Discord with us and still uh, one of my favorites that I've uh, gained <laughs> through working for six months with SGPN. But, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the White Sox and the Guardians here. I told you guys my read on the White Sox was not – that I wasn't that confident in it. And I don't I don't think it's that good. I had them on the money line. I thought it was one of my favorite dog plays of the Thursday slate. Um Malcolm, can you update us on your total that you hit for that uh Astros White Sox game? Because I had that I had the White Sox money line there.
0: <laughs> the total was eight and a half. It finished twenty one to five. So yeah, we just okay. squeezed it.
2: So uh, the Astros covered the total in the spread of the game. I they,
0: covered it. they covered it twice. They yeah. covered it, and then, <laughs> then they covered it again. Yeah, and I was on the White Sox.
2: So I mean, if that's, if that's enough tell, I, I don't know <laughs> if my opinion on the White Sox matters much to the listeners, but I thought they would win. Uh, they, they were just blown out early and throughout that game. Pick your poison this weekend with this series. Uh, The White Sox-Guardians, they can go either way. Both teams uh, really um, have just kind of been up and down throughout the whole season. By principle, though, I think the Guardians coming off of an off day here and the White Sox off of an ass-kicking by Houston in the last game of a four-game series. I like the spot for the Guardians. And then the White Sox, Lance Lynn, he hasn't been great lately. 3-5 and five on the year, 562 ERA, 69 strikeouts, 11 walks in 65.2 innings pitched. He has a 753 road ERA, a 421 ERA in his last four starts. And for Cleveland, Tristan McKenzie, he's eight and nine, three fourteen ERA, one hundred and twenty four strikeouts, thirty five walks in one hundred thirty four point two innings pitched at home. He has a two eighty two ERA, so I really like the spot. I like the pitching matchup. Give me the Guardians here in this one.
0: Yeah, well, I'll chip in there as well because I came down on the same side. But the two pitches, I just trust um, McKenzie ever so slightly more. And there's not much between the two lineups. It is a big series. Uh, home advantage Cleveland at minus 140 seemed reasonable to me as well Dylan
1: I had to get myself together after that I was <laughs> uh yeah team ride here give me the Guardians here on the money line I love the pitching matchup for them as well off their, it's an off day like Noah mentioned And McKenzie he's been really solid for the Guardians at home this year he's already beaten the White Sox on the road he went five innings only gave up one run and the Guardians won that game. Now facing them back home, where I think he'll have a better performance, um, I gotta take that. I gotta take the Guardians. Both clubs they are playing pretty well, not after tonight or today with the White Sox, but I do trust the Guardians a little more. I just can't get behind Lance Lynn on the road, so Guardians
0: here. Seven twenty Eastern first pitch. The Houston Astros go to the Atlanta Braves. Lance McCullers Jr. goes for. The Astros and Kyle Wright will take the ball for Atlanta. Uh, these lines have just dropped as well as we've been speaking. Houston are plus 115. Atlanta minus 135. I see no totally as, as yet. Uh, Dylan, briefly, can you give us a, a number on this, you reckon?
1: Yeah, so the I see total's up and it's at 8.5 and, and that's okay. exactly where I'm going. I'm going to go under. I feel like I've been playing a lot of unders for the Astros lately, but yeah. They've gone under this number in three straight, not today. They, they, they scored blackjack tonight. So they, they went over today. But for the most part, Astros for the year have been an under team. So I also like Wright, who pitches better at home. And I know Lance McCullers, he's only had that one start, and it was against the A's. But I thought he looked pretty sharp. I, I think both pitchers can keep this under the total. So maybe they got all the runs out of the team today. So maybe you want to look towards the first five under, but – I like the full game under eight
0: and a half. Yeah, you're right. McCullers has just had that one game back, um, pitched six innings and struck out five. And he did look sharp. It was a beautiful introduction for him, actually, because he was at home against Oakland. So you couldn't really have um, selected a better opposition or a spot for you to make a debut back. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what how McCullers continues against kind of a proper team tomorrow. Uh, Kyle Wright, I handicapped him last night, actually, thinking he was going against DeGrom in the Thursday night game. Uh, Kyle Wright's got a 14-5 and five record, uh, a three fourteen 14 ERA. He's pitched 134 in two-thirds with 129 strikeouts. Um, 369 record in his last five. This has got the... Look, I've a little bit of a pitching duel about it, and I do also like taking the Houston unders, the same as Dylan uh, just talked us through. So, obviously, Houston, you tend to find this. I don't know if this is just CSA. So there's probably no stats about this. So, once the team's gone berserk, like Houston, have done tonight, uh, you tend say. to, yeah, you tend to find they can have a, a three-run night. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think we can get this under eight and a half uh, tomorrow, way. No? Yeah, I like the under here. Um, And, yeah, I mean, they
2: went crazy today. They're uh, historically this season been an under team. So you have to think that they're going to somewhat regress through the mean. And even better to support that fact is it's a travel day. They're going from Houston to Atlanta, changing time zones. Um, Just a general rule. Um, And Kyle Wright at home been dominant this year. Another one of my Vandy boys that I like to uh, tail in the MLB. Um, Yeah, I I Honestly, I like the angle of a pitcher's duel, and I like McCullers on the strikeouts because Atlanta is terrible with the right-handed spinners and Lance McCullers with his Uncle Charlie. That curveball is so wicked. He had five strikeouts against Oakland. They're not really a strikeout team, even though they're really bad offensively. Um, this Atlanta team, they're bottom three in the MLB in strikeouts. So um, that one would be an interesting caper out to eye tomorrow.
0: OK, next up, 8 10 Eastern first pitch. The Texas Rangers at the Minnesota Twins. Martin Perez, left-handed pitcher, goes for Texas. And Dylan Bundy is the pitcher for the Twins. Texas are plus 120. Minnesota, minus 140. No lines, uh, no total. sorry, uh, for this one. But we can throw it straight over to Dylan, who can give us his total and then his thoughts on the game.
1: Yeah, so I see totals at uh, eight minus one ten both ways. Uh, I lean uh, I lean over. I made my total eight point five, but I'm gonna attack this side. Give me another dog. I, I'll take the Rangers on the money line at plus one twenty. I actually made them a minus one hundred five favorite. So uh, Martin wow. Perez, he's gotten a uh, he's gotten five of his nine wins on the road this year. Besides that one poor start against the Astros. Uh, Perez was on a stretch of five games in a row where he didn't allow more than one run in all those games. So they got a big win today. I, I think they'll be able to get to Dylan Bundy as well. So give me give me the Rangers here, plus 120. I think they'll upset the Twins.
0: Okay, so a nice dog there for Dylan. Noah, are you uh,
2: backing him up? Yeah, I'm looking at Dylan Bundy's road array right now, 591. Um, what I will say, though, is that the Twins, they did pretty well against left-handed pitching. I mean, if Bundy on the road, it's pretty much clear fade. I like the over. I'm not going to jump on the Rangers' money line. Um, Perez is the one pitcher that, you know, it's probably the safest to do it. But still, the bullpen's a little bit shaky. They don't really have a closer right now. So, I'm going to go with an over in this one as my pick.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure about this one. I think Dylan's talked me into Texas here, you know. Um, I was kind of okay with Bundy, but... I'm just looking back, and he he hasn't been going very deep into games. He's gone five in the third once. His last his, his last four starts have been five, four, five, and four. Um, so yeah, they they can get rid of him pretty early here, and, and Texas can score some runs. Texas has been a little bit more competitive lately. They're not that good on the road, but the prices, um, especially the disparity between uh, the price I'm seeing at plus one twenty. And the price that Dylan is uh, manufactured at minus one hundred five—that's a big gap. So there might be some value here. I'm going to call an audible. I hadn't uh, Minnesota written down. Uh, Dylan, you've talked me into it. I would buy some coffee off you, man. Uh, Texas. <laughs> no, no, Press- no.
1: I'm going to send you a box. After after all of our winnings accumulated throughout this season, yeah. I'll give you a box.
0: Yeah, it'll cost you about fifty quid to uh, to send it You're over to it. me. But- oh, that it. is very true, actually. Um- <laughs> OK, I look forward to that. If Texas wins, I'll have a box of coffee. That's the uh, plan there. 840 Eastern first pitches: the San Francisco Giants at the Colorado Rockies. Left-handed pitcher Alex Wood for San Francisco. And Noah's guy, Jose Ureña, will go That's for the guy. Colorado. <laughs> he is your guy. He's definitely your guy. Uh, San Francisco, a minus 163. Colorado, plus 137. Total at 11 and a half, um, Noah, it's your guy, so we can come across to you first. Uh,
2: first off, the travel situation, San Fran going to Colorado from San Francisco, not too bad. Colorado, they're coming into town from St. Louis. Um, I you got to look at the starting pitchers and what they're throwing here when they go to Coors Field, and this is just a matchup where the two starters do not have pitch mixes that work for Coors Field. Alex Wood throws 48% sinkers, 19% change-ups, uh, which is his third most used pitch. And then the Jose Urena, he uh, throws 54% sinkers, 16% percent changeups ups which is his fourth most used pitch. Um It's the first game for both of these teams in Denver, though, so the altitude's going to affect the offenses a little bit. I think this total is set pretty high. I think it can sneak under. It's not a confident play by any means, but I, I, I think it's a little too high. As for the side... San Francisco, uh, they're starting Alex Wood. Like I mentioned, he's 8-9 on the year, 418 ERA, 119 strikeouts, 27 walks in 118.1 innings pitched. And Jose Arena is 1-4 with a 480 ERA, 27 strikeouts, 26 walks this year. I'm not betting anything here, but my pick would be the Giants. And like I said, I like the under.
0: Um, I agreed with you there. I think the 11.5 is just too high. Just the offenses are not great, it's particularly – uh, San Francisco going in there. They score a few, but I think uh, Colorado. For Colorado, Charlie Blackman um, took a little bit of a knock tonight as well. He's gone day to day. Um, he's a big piece of their offense. Um, they haven't got that many, so missing Charlie Blackman might just be worth another run off the board here. So yeah, I'll I'll uh, come down on the same side as you, Noah, with the under eleven point five. Dylan, what was your number?
1: Yeah, so I actually leaned towards the over. I made it 11.9, but this was a game where it was really hard to handicap. I did make the Giants a minus 160 favorite, so I, I got them at a minus 140, but they're a little too high to give out, so I, I kind of leaned the over. We do have 10-mile-an-hour winds blowing out in Coors Field tomorrow, so the Rockies, they could flat-out hit the ball at home, so – I think both pitchers are susceptible to giving up a few runs. I don't know if it's that many to go over the numbers. So, slight lean towards the over, but nothing I'm too confident in.
0: Yeah, so we end up on opposite sides of that one. Uh, 9.40 Eastern first pitch is the Washington Nationals at the San Diego Padres. Paulo Espina uh, for the Washington Nationals and lefty Blake Snell will go for the Friars. The lines are Washington plus 285. Uh, San Diego are a very prohibitive, minus 345. Totally a set at eight. Espino has a record of 0-5, 420 ERA, 81 and one-third pitch, 61 strikeouts. Lake Snell is 5-6, 366 ERA, 78 and two-thirds with 105 punches. Um, Espino, uh, 579 ERA in his last five. Doesn't go very deep in the game, so you're going to get four or five innings out of him. I was really trying to find a more interesting way of handicapping this game because you get these... I mean, you've got a minus 350 favourite on the board here. Um, Espino's got two decent starts to his name recently and they're both on the road. One earned run efforts against the Chicago Cubs and at the LA Dodgers. So I think there's potential uh, for the Nationals to keep this relatively close. Snell's been dealing... Um, he's only given up three earned runs in twenty eight and two thirds uh which works out at a zero ninety ERA. this is a relatively low total at eight um I'm gonna for the second time now, i'm gonna take Washington um with the extra. Uh, the plus one and a half. I'm going to take that at a price of plus 135. Maybe I th- they'll get me, but maybe they can keep this to a four to three, something along those lines. I heard, who made a noise there? Was that you, Dylan, made the surprised grunt?
1: Yeah, I was actually very surprised. Uh, they actually covered the run and a half yesterday against the Cubs losing only by one. So, yeah, I, maybe. I, I just... This is probably just gonna be another game where I probably won't have any action. But I did see a seven and a half earlier and I thought that was kinda of low and I leaned over. I made my total seven point eight. So now at an eight, I really I would lean under instead of over now. But can't touch the Padres either. There's no value on them either on the run line. So maybe you wanna put them in your money line parlay. I just that's the only way I, I see value in playing this game, unless you really think the Nationals could upset them, but I I don't. <laughs>
0: Noah, did you have uh, anything interesting or exciting on this?
1: I
2: have no analysis to add for side or total. I just want to address that our cash cow has been tipped. Uh, Blake Snell in his last three outings, last four outings, he hasn't had um, like that usual outing where he gives up a crap load of walks he's actually fixed his controls issues and he's been a strikeout machine 10 eight, 10 strikeouts 8ks 9ks 7ks in his last four starts um so it's kind of flipped from like an automatic walk prop to you know what let's consider the strikeout prop on this guy which is kind of wild and you know what when we hop onto the strikeout prop that's when he get he's gonna suck again so um that's my analysis on that do you guys see the black panther that the san diego padres had in their dugout Yesterday, no. What a real um, one! Not a real one, but obviously ah, okay. but it's like it's like I don't know, three feet long. And they uh, after after Jake Cronenworth's grand slam, they took a dugout photo, and he was like holding the Panther. It was it was interesting. I I think it's I think it's kind of funny because it's something new and that. Uh, that like chain with their spinning logo, that was like Tatis's thing. So they got rid of it. And I think it's a whole new mojo and it's kind of funny.
0: Uh, we'll come back to you when they've got a real Black Panther, then we'll have something to talk about. <laughs> um, Run Your Pool is the home of uh, competition, bringing sports fans and the social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Uh, Run Your Pool offers every type of game under the sun, from pick'ems to survivors to fantasy pools. It is a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We have teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. So you can hop in there now to reserve your spot, at $500 cash and a $250 gift certificate. To the winner, brackets me, uh, signed up today at play.runyourpool.com SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Pn and Slipper, the fantasy platform, uh, it's getting lots of traffic from me at the moment, um, as well as the 4 million other users, uh, the best fantasy app around. But they have added that over or under game uh, to the app where you can pick your players, pick your prop, um, choose your own stake, and then you can win anywhere between 2 and 20 times that stake by being right. Uh, With the NFL season right around the corner, Slipper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience Join Slipper on your mobile phone. Use the code Slipper.com slash SGP. Slipper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Go to Slipper.com slash SGP. Get the $100 match on your first deposit. T's and C's apply. See Slipper's terms of use for details. Three games left to hand here on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, We've got another TVD pitcher. He yes, slipped through the net. Although I've got um I do have a name in mind. The game is a 9.40 Eastern first pitch between the Seattle Mariners and the Oakland Athletics, where I believe it's Marco Gonzalez going for Seattle and Cole Irving will get the start. The lefty for Oakland. I think some money lines as well. So Gonzalez is probably right. Uh, Seattle are minus 135. Auckland 115. Uh, no total on that, but Dylan can sort us out with that one.
1: Yeah, low total. set. I see sevens across the board. Uh, over is minus 118. Under is at even. I hate to fade my second favorite team, but I did make the A's a minus 105 favorite. I just can't back Marco Gonzalez right now. He's two and one against the A's this year, but for the past six games he's been unbackable for me this this could be an awful play but the Mariners have won three in a <laughs> row and the A's just can't buy a win but Cole Irving at home has been incredible He's he hasn't allowed more than two runs at home all year I, I have to back him here I, I just hope he gets the run support because if he does I think they're live dogs. so give me another home puppy
0: hey, What about the first five play Dylan is that not a, the more prudent way of attacking it do you think
1: so I see plus plus a half for the Oakland at minus one forty. It's a little chalky mm, for me. Yeah,
0: so you're right. It's if, a little if bit. It
1: was at minus one twenty five, minus one twenty. I'd play that as well.
0: Yeah, fair enough. That, that was my thinking. I've got Oakland first five because, like I say, I really like Cole Urban, um, and he's been he's been absolutely excellent. Uh, Noah, did you have an angle on this one? Oh, Noah, you're on mute. You're on mute, you buffoon. Dang it. I was
2: on un- mute because of the ad. <laughs> it's tough to back Oakland with their bullpen guys, right? It's it's safer to go first five. Yeah.
1: A, a little, but I don't know. I, I would back. I would back. I mean game. Irvin pitching
2: at the dump has been amazing this year. So that's that's my angle. Um You know, the dump. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Oakland really—it's not much of a threat. But when Irvin's on the mound, they can win a low-scoring ball game. They got to keep it low-scoring when Irvin comes out, though. That's the biggest—that's the biggest key. (laughs) Uh,
0: I—I just called you a buffoon there. I don't think anyone's used the word buffoon in a sentence since about 1978. So that might be a record. I apologize for that. Um. I Next up, <laughs> 9.40 nine Eastern first pitch between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Miles Mikolas for the cards and Tommy Henry, uh, left-handed pitcher, will go for the D-backs. Money lines only on this one. St. Louis, minus 175. Arizona, plus 145. Uh, Noah, I think you're the man to tell us about Tommy Henry.
2: Yeah, that's my guy. Um travel days for both teams though uh, St. Louis going to Arizona from Missouri and Arizona just a little bit of travel down from San Francisco nothing too serious starting for St. Louis is Miles Michaelis he's 9-9 on the year 344 ERA 114 strikeouts 27 walks in 149.1 innings pitched besides road starts in tough ballparks at Colorado and Cincinnati Michaelis has been money as for my guy, Tommy Henry, he's two and one in three career starts, four fifteen ERA, nine strikeouts, eight walks in seventeen point one innings pitched. He's kind of been he's he's going to be thrown to the wolves here for the second straight start. He had to start at Coors against a left-handed pitch, pitching eating team in the Rockies, and now he has to go up against another left-handed pitching dominant hitting team. And the Cardinals, they have an 804 OPS, which leads the MLB right now. Henry has a little bit of a control issue going on in his last few starts. Some of that may have had to do with Coors, but he really hasn't had a bad start yet in the pros. I think it comes here, to be honest. Plus, with how hot Albert Pujols has been, it's all against left-handed pitchers, too. He's got like three tanks in the last two games. This just is not going to be Tommy Henry's day. Give me the Cardinals in every which way. Money line,
1: run line, team totals. I like it. Okay. Uh, Dylan, um, Mikolas
0: against Tommy Henry.
1: Yeah, Malcolm, I I think this is a new record. Give me another home dog. I'll take the D-backs plus 148. Both teams playing well in their last 10 games, but the Cardinals, particularly not a good road team under 500, and the D-backs have been solid at home this year. Uh, Tommy Henry only making his fourth start, like Noah said. And I've liked, I've, I like I what I've seen from him so far. He hasn't pitched bad at all, I think. Uh, no. He gives you good length. He keeps the hits to a minimum. He has to cut down on the walks a little bit, I think. But if he does that, I think he could limit the Cardinals. I'll take another shot with Tom Henry and the Snakes here.
2: I don't know if you guys remember how high I was on Reed Detmers at the beginning of the year. He kind of struggled, had a little bit of control issues, wasn't striking out many guys. It's exactly how I kind of see Tommy Henry right now. So I'm just saying, like, maybe right now isn't the best time uh, where I'm, like, all in, head first, back in Henry. Although it kind of has seemed like it. Um, But I think in due time, Henry's going to be a dominant left-handed pitcher, like Detmers has turned into in the second half of the season.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. That's good analysis, Noah. Um, last game on the card, yeah, 10 10. Wait, do you, have Did up you give that up there? No. Oh. Do you give it up? Uh, yeah, under eight and a half for me. I've, um, because I've heard um, Noah talk Henry up before, I think he could hold it together. And I'm also fading the cards who scored all those runs tonight, the same as we're fading Houston, sure. who scored all those runs. So, yeah, um, Henry can hold it together, and that will go under eight and a half. Um, yeah glossing over myself there, sorry. Uh, Last game, 10-10. Eastern first pitch is the Miami Marlins at the LA Dodgers, which is Jesus Lozardo, left-handed pitcher for the Miami Marlins. And another lefty, Tyler Anderson, will go for the LA Dodgers. Miami plus 220. uh, LA Dodgers are minus 270. I've got no... Total on this one, either. Um, you if you got a, a over or under there, Dylan, for us.
1: Yeah, I see eights across the board, minus one ten both ways.
0: Okay, so total of eight. Uh, Luzardo three and five has a three seventy two era. Has pitched forty six innings with fifty eight strikeouts. Anderson thirteen and two on the season, two eighty one era, one hundred twenty eight and the third pitched with 101 strikeouts. Um, Nisado's plodding along okay. That's pretty much all he's doing. He's actually been a lot better on the road. Uh, 280 ERA on the road. Relatively small samples. Were he's only pitched sort of 46 innings uh, so far this season. He's been consistent with his strikeouts. Um, you might have noticed, Noah, this is your influence. I've been that's about the third time I've mentioned strikeout props tonight. This is you getting in my head. Um I thought if there was a five getting
2: in your head because it works.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought if there was a, a five and a half kicking around, um, that was, uh, the the over there could be a could be a play for Lizardo. Um Tyler Anderson, two eighty-eight ERA in his last five. His last home start, he went seven scoreless against the Padres. This is boring. This is the play I probably should have made on San Diego against Washington, where I am going to make it in the Dodgers against uh, the Marlins here, which is the Dodgers on the run line. Uh, not very exciting. But yeah, possibly I'll have a look at the Lizardo strikeout props, Noah. Not very
2: enticed by Lizardo strikeout props, just by the fact that the Dodgers crushed left handed pitching their fifth in yeah the that's fair enough and OPS with a seven fifty eight. So not like super uh excited to look at that uh prop number tomorrow. But you know if it comes out at four and a half might be a little enticing because he should be able to get five. Um but yeah uh just different ways to skin the cat but it's Dodgers run line here against the Marlins. And I think this is a travel spot for the Marlins, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh Dylan
1: yeah, I'll end the show with the total. Uh, I do like the ro- the Dodgers on the run line, but give me the under eight. I made my total 7.1. Anderson, he's been terrific at home, undefeated this season. and his last three starts at home, all three have gone under the number. He's only allowed five runs at home in the last 34 innings. Now he gets the Marlins team, who they finally scored more than three runs in over a week. Uh, i think they're going to have a tough time hitting him as, as long as the dodgers don't unload a lot of runs i think this game could go under eight so i'm gonna dive under eight
2: that's not a bad play because i i didn't uh look up the travel spots pr- prior to this miami they do have a day off but they are coming from miami to the la and la is going from milwaukee to la so it's a little bit of a a little bit of a travel spot
0: for uh, the dodgers bats so under might not be bad um, okay, lock and dock, Dog picks to come in a moment. I don't know what's going on here. Someone's cooking something. Now, it's 10 to midnight, and everyone's been in bed for about two hours. But I can smell, you know, like when you walk past a bakery or something. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what I've got going. Possibly I'm having a stroke, because I think if you can smell toast, that is a sign <laughs> that you're having a stroke. So I if I pass can't. out, if you could call someone. Other than that, someone's cooking something. I'm going to have to go and investigate this in a few minutes. Is, is that done.
1: why you kept looking around?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. I can't decide if it's coming from the kitchen, which is that way, or if it's that's, coming from outside, which is that way.
2: Those are just like uh, supernatural beings telling you this is us getting a, you back for jinxing and all of the no hitters and perfect games that you have on stream. So that's what's that's what's going on. You're, you're just so, gonna have a stroke on stream and, and be able to <laughs> podcast episode. Oh done. my god! Oh right. <laughs> Keep he was—he was the one that first said it. Nah, that's not my joke. He—he he joked about it first. Keep, keep it light, Noah. Can know you who please? Do call? Who, who do we call? Yeah, neither do I. He's I in don't England. Know. <laughs> what do we do? Ring mood Munaf. 9 in nine, nine one one. Hey, I'm <laughs> podcasting with a dude in England who just passed out. What do I do? <laughs> if,
0: if you ring nine-nine-nine, you probably get through to an English paramedic. They'll be all right. Um, oh, I'll funny. tell you what, though. Get this beautiful segue, boys. Um, the thing when you've. Uh, bought your delicious baked goods is to enjoy it with a cup of trade coffee, uh, which connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever met at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. Uh, this is expert tasted coffee to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. Um, there is a perfect coffee for you and trade will help you find it. If you take their quiz and that's the place to start, um, Drinktrade.com/sgp. Take the quiz over there, uh, and Trade Coffee will deliver the bag of freshly roasted coffee as either whole beans or ground. Uh, they'll guarantee you love your first order, or they'll replace it for free. So get to drinktrade.com/sgp. Take the quiz and let Trade find you a coffee that you love. That's drinktrade.com/sgp for thirty dollars off and finally dave the banking app that can help you out at the end of the month um if you're a little bit short if you need to fill the car up or get some shopping in or pay a few bills something like that um dave the banking app can help you out with 500 dollars instantly with extra cash which is there's a little bit of extra money that you'll need there to get through those days um download the dave app from the app store right now that's d-a-v-e sign up for an extra cash account get up to 500 dollars instantly for t's and c's go to dave.com legal instant transfer fees apply banking is provided by evolve and that is a member of the fdic okay then gents um lock and dog time and we will let noah lead off um tonight go for it man
2: Thanks, Malcolm. After I attempted, I guess, to kill you, maybe. maybe. Yeah, after
0: you put uh, me in the uh, after you put me in the hospital, but yeah, that's all right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of thinking I'd be put in uh, in the doghouse for that one because you did that <laughs> to Dylan like a month ago or whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, my luck's gonna be the under eight in the stud pitching matchup between the Mets and the Phillies. Bassett Nola, that one spells under in my opinion, and I I gave this play out uh i i showed my hand early it, it's a wild one it's bold but fortune favors the bold give me the yankees minus one and a half in a low scoring game i think it'd be like 3-1-4-2 um minus one and a half plus 165
0: excellent uh dylan what uh what are you telling us
1: yeah i do like the underplay Noah run line for the yankees ballsy so good luck to you uh, <laughs> yeah it
2: definitely is
1: it's for the a.
2: Lot- smith effect that's yeah I'm going.
1: Yeah, no, he he's a clown sometimes. I will admit that. <laughs> uh let's for my lock, let's let me go with the Guardians minus 130. I I think we're getting a a really discounted price on a much better pitcher in McKenzie. So, uh I'm just going to fade Lance Lynn. He can't he's not a guy I want to get behind on the road. So, Guardians are my lock and as for my dog, I just had it, guys.
0: You got loads of dogs to choose
1: from, yeah, didn't you? He had like uh, six
2: pups. He's at the adoption um, center right now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, there it is. Give, give me the Rangers, plus 120.
2: Oh, nah, on no. Yeah. He stole Malcolm.
1: I love Martin Press. Like I said, I made them a minus 105 favorite. So get him plus 120. And I know, I just can't back Dylan Bundy. So, I, I the, like I said, he's he was on a five game stretch where he didn't allow more than one run. I think he's going to limit the Rangers, uh, the twins. So give me the Rangers on the money line, plus 120.
0: Uh, Okay, my lock of the night is going to be the under eight and a half in the Astros Braves. Uh, Game like the Astros unders, generally speaking, I think McCullers can deal uh, and Kyle Wright's been brilliant. So everything uh, pointing towards an under for that. I will, in the interests of sport, not give out the Rangers as a double dog. I'm going to take it off the board. I'm going to give out a dog that's a similar price. We're going to go right back to the top of the show and it's the Chicago Cubs. Nice. Um, they are plus 120 at home too. Um, the Brewers and, yeah, Ashby, you just can't trust Ashby at all. I do, I like him a lot. I don't trust him. Uh, different things like and trust him. So, yeah, give me the Cubs there at plus 120. Uh, back at home, um, I think they can get us that win. And that, boys and girls, uh, has got us to the end of the show. So, cheers, Noah. Cheers, Dylan. Uh, Noah, is it more Little League tonight? Yeah,
2: uh, Little League stuff um honestly i don't really have a play for dem- for tonight um tomorrow hawaii makes a return so technically it would be august 19th when you're listening to this pod hawaii makes their return and they're going up against i believe utah which is an interesting little storyline because uh utah's playing for a teammate that you know it was it was a rough story here and that he fell off his bunk bed and like fractured his skull <laughs> at little league, so that was, was. Why I, are you laughing? Stop laughing, you evil, <laughs> evil English. Yo,
1: you're man. crazy.
0: I was laughing before you said fractured his skull. I've just I'm falling off his bunk bed's quite. It's like a cartoon. I've done it. <laughs> You've done it. Uh, yeah, oh, that ex- that explains a few things, Dylan.
2: Actually, yeah. I've, I've st- <laughs> stood up on a like not really stood up, but I've gotten on my knees and gotten smacked in the head by a fan, a ceiling fan, <laughs> spinning around them. So, yeah, the bunk beds are dangerous, man. Um But, yeah, so they'll be playing. The kids will be playing with heavy hearts. It's either going to affect the <laughs> big time, and <laughs> they're going to go up there and get smashed by the best team in Williamsport this year, or they're going to play tough. Um, so I, I don't know that i'm just going over <laughs> hawaii <No. minutes.
1: laughs> do they not have bunk beds across the pond?
0: we, we do have bunk beds yeah yeah all right it's, I, I apologize i apologize to that young man who fractured his skull <laughs> sorry uh dylan what's happening with you the rest of the night oh man i'm just i'm gonna
1: watch the great matchup between max freed and jacob the ground so hopefully the mets can split this series big game tonight so just gonna
0: relax that one's a good one and, yeah watch oh, brilliant Cheers, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Uh, Good luck with all your bets. I'm going to go and investigate that smell. uh, And until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers.